Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF mentor coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world, and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. I'm really excited. We have Jackie Hayes with us. And Jackie is a certified online business manager and she partners with coaches to create hustle-free business strategies. Welcome, Jackie. I'm so glad that you've joined us today. Thank you so much, Cheryl. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. Well, I am, uh, as you said, a certified online business manager. I actually started as a VA during the lovely pandemic when we all got sent home. And while I was a VA, I discovered that my clients really appreciated my strategy skills and my planning skills more than my task completion skills. So I went ahead and and took the leap and transferred and transitioned into um, online business management. And I worked with a lot of coaches as a VA and I watched them all try and launch their group programs. And as a VA, I was just doing what they asked me to do. And I thought, oh no, I can help them a lot (laughs) with, (laughs) with doing this in a much more streamlined, not quite so chaotic way. And so that's where I focus a lot of my energy now. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm in the middle of a launch right now and I can definitely relate. Um, (laughs) This is like my fifth one. And yeah, it can be very stressful. And um, even if you have everything like lined up, it still can be very (laughs) stressful. But you tell me what what have you found that, you know, why coaches kind of hate the launch so much? I think one of the reasons that coaches and pretty much anybody who has launches hate launches so much is one mindset. It's hard to stop the negative voices in your head. And so I always suggest that coaches and business service providers have a coach that helps them through that process. But then also they don't have a strategy that is aligned to them. And eventually they may find that along the way, but they shouldn't have to go through 10 launches in order to do that. And so that's what I help them do. Yeah, that's interesting. So what, can you give me an example of like how you would, you know, cause I, for instance, me, I follow a launch process, right. That I worked with a coach on. So how do you help them to find like their, you know, something that's aligned to them? What I do is I offer a VIP day experience, and during that process, we focus a lot on their core values to make sure that their launch process is aligned to those values and supports them. We also help them figure out how to decide what should be in their launch and not in their launch, and we do that by their personalities, their superpowers. A lot of times we make decisions based on 
industry best practices and mm-hmm. not necessarily what we like to do, what we're good at. You know, if people want to use their Hogwarts house or their mm-hmm. astrological sign to make their decisions, whatever is aligned to them is what we're going to use to make those decisions going forward. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, and just for the coaches that are listening that aren't as experienced, typically I have the new or newer audience. Can you describe just briefly a launch? I think a lot of people, when they think of a launch, they think of the emails and the social media, the the promotional aspects of a launch, because that's what we see others do. We see the external. We don't see everything that goes on behind the scenes. And so I think a lot of people leap into launching, not knowing everything that happened before that first email went out. Yeah. So I like to say there's four phases of a launch. There's the clarity and strategy phase. There is the connecting and nurturing phase, which a lot of people will call the pre-launch. There's the conversion or the converting phase. And then there's the evaluating phase. When you're done with the launch, you need to go back and figure out what worked, what didn't work, what you enjoyed, and what you want to do moving forward in your next launch. Yeah. Awesome. And I imagine the the pre-launch is the, you know, getting clarity around the leads and which happens, I think, to be one, one of the more important areas to look at in order to make your launch successful. So I think everybody can use help with that. It's difficult to think like, oh my gosh, you know, if I want to sell 10 spots into my program, I need to have like 400 people, <laughs> you know, how am I going to get 400 people? I think that's where the, the stress comes in. But you tell me, what is the key to having a launch where you're not going to burn out? You're not going to be so frustrated and stressed. It really kind of comes down to planning. And A lot of people are like, okay, I have a plan. I have to stick to that. Well, a plan is a foundation and it gives you an idea of how to respond rather than react to things as they come up. I know of so many people who've had a launch recently that that ended up with COVID or a family member had COVID. Mm. And so they were thinking that they were going to write their emails the night before. Well, that's not a possibility anymore. So having that plan to adjust to and make pivots around is kind of the key. Even if you're not a planning person, some kind of framework to start with is what you really need to do. Yeah. And, you know, plan almost everything we do in our business really requires planning, right? So tell me, like, when you work with somebody, you do that, you said you do a VIP day to get clear on, you know, their kind of their personality and what they want to do and imagine their goals for the launch when do you kind of dig into to that aspect of, you know, really helping them in that area? So what we do during the VIP day is not only find out the alignment ideas, like the core values and how they would make decisions, but we get really clear on their goals. We get really clear on who it is that they want to serve and connect with. So that ideal client, mm-hmm. and we brainstorm some ways to connect with those ideal clients, which those ways would then be tested out in that connecting and nurturing phase, that pre-launch. That's kind of the experimental, what's going to land with them and not land. So we kind of come up with a plan with that. We also look at a timeline. There's a lot of people who will say, I'm going to open cart on this date and then realize, oh, that's when I'm going to have my youngest child's birthday party (laughs) or (laughs) something along those lines. I know of a coach who accidentally planned it for Labor Day weekend and couldn't figure out why people weren't opening their emails. So being really clear about what your calendar is like and being really clear about what your energy is like. We usually have energy cycles and making room for that, making room for play days, making room for rest days during the launch process 
is really, really important. So we'll talk about that. And we would also talk about self-care protocol. What do you do to take care of yourself in ideal situations? And how can we make sure that's part of your launch plan going forward? Yeah, I love that. And that's funny that you talk about the scheduling. So one of mine was, uh, it was Mother Day weekend on the end, you know, the tail end of the training, of the free training. And I was like, I can't believe that I did not see this. It's Mother's Day, Mother's Day. And so I just, I just wound up canceling it and just saying, you know, we'll just pick it up tomorrow. But yeah, that, even when you are planning, like just getting other eyes on it as well, I think is really important because you can miss things. It's just easy to do. And then, so one thing I'd like to kind of go through with you, ask you is when you look at creating that, like the self-care routine, I try not to put anything else in my launch weeks besides the launch and the free, you know, the free training and, and what have you, whatever I'm offering. But that just rarely never happens. Even if I schedule it ahead of time, you know, I won't, I won't put my open calendar. Like I don't have it open that week and things like that. But then you wind up putting things on the calendar anyway. Uh, <laughs> what are some tips? And I know other, my coaches, some of my coaches do that as well. And we all like, we're not supposed to do this, but we do it anyway. So what would uh, be like a tip or something that you could, you would talk about regarding that? If you happen to have a VA on your team, that might be a great week where you have them be 100% in charge of your schedule and you tell them nothing is going on this calendar, even if I try and tell you (laughs) to put something (laughs) on the calendar. Right now, I'm taking care of my future self by saying you don't put anything on my calendar. So that is a great way of just delegating that responsibility during that week. Even if you usually handle your own schedule, just hand it over to somebody else during that week. Um, Some things I have done is just reach out to like a best friend and said, this week is going to be hard can you, you know, keep checking in with me and make sure that I'm taking care of myself moving into that week and that I'm not scheduling anything? Just because a lot of times we just need accountability to somebody else and having somebody yeah. else say, hey, you didn't schedule anything this week might be just what you need. <laughs> I love it. I might have to do that next time. <laughs> Both of those things. Tell my tell my VA and <laughs> tell my friends. Awesome. So what what are like three key elements of a hustle-free launch? I think the first thing is to know your own superpowers. What are you good at? What do you like to do? What are your areas of expertise? What comes easy to you? When you know all of those things, then you can assemble a team around you that fills in the gaps, whether that's a VA or bringing on a copywriter for the launch or even knowing what tech or software to adopt to run your launch or to run your program. And then after that, it's really kind of defeating that villain of the hustle mindset and understanding that your worth is not tied to how productive you are. Your worth is not tied to how, quote unquote, successful your launch is. And I say there is no such thing as a failed launch because they're all learning opportunities. Um, (laughs) And really understanding that, you know, it's going to be hard work, but you don't have to be thinking about it 24 hours a day. You can enjoy the rest of your life. You can make room for it. You just need to plan in advance. Yeah. So what do you, what would you say? You hear so many different things out there. Like you'll have some coaches talking about, you know, six figure launches and, you know, you have other coaches that are like, I wish I could get, you know, a $5,000 launch or $10,000 launch. What would you say is like an average if you can give one? It really kind of depends on the price point of your launch. If you hear a coach say they had a 100K launch, 
but the price point is $20,000 to join that, you know, do the math. If you have somebody who has a program that's $1,000 and they reached 100K, that meant they have 100 people in their program. (laughs) So it really, when you hear the numbers, you have to stop and ask yourself, like, what is the price of that launch? Because five people in your program, I mean, if that's what you wanted, that's great. And you hit 100K. But if you're really wanting to make an impact and reach more people, five may not actually be what you're going for. Yeah. And that's a good point because um, I think that the pricing, you know, there for coaches is just, it's crazy. Part of my uh, training this week is around packaging and pricing. And, you know, coaches feel like they have to, you know, if they're not doing six figure launches, then they're not good enough. Or they talk about, you know, if you don't have your six figure year, you know, the first three months that you're in business. <laughs> and I think that that just creates some unrealistic expectations for the new coaches coming out. And I'm not saying that you can't do something like that, but, you know, I'm sure it gets done, but it's not the norm. You see 100K launches, but you don't see their operating expenses. Yeah, They don't share with you whether or not it cost them $5,000 to run that launch or they had a team of 20 people and it, they really only came away with, you know, $5,000. Yeah. So you have to stop and ask yourself what went into that launch as well. Yeah. And that brings me to my next question. How can you kind of keep the costs, not low, but just manageable so that you can walk away with more profit from a launch? Simplicity. <laughs> simplicity, simplicity, simplicity. If it's your first launch, don't adopt a bunch of new software that you then have to learn how to run and manage. Don't bring on a whole bunch of new people. Your first launch is really an experiment. I say launches are finding a way to communicate the right offer to the right people. And you can do that with your first launch as simply as a Facebook group. You don't have to do Kajabi and you don't have to then adopt a new email management system and a project management tool and a CRM. Just do something simple the first time out. And with each new launch, adopt something else along the way, whether that's support of a person or support of new software. Yeah. And I think you can do it pretty much, pretty simply, software-wise. Personally, if I'm talking to a client about it, I go more for the people because we wind up stretching ourselves so thin. And it's always good to take on somebody, even if it's just during the launch, to help in that way. And then if you can tie it to, to a commission, then, you know, then it works out even better. (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, what, what would you say if you had to give like one tip to a a new coach that was saying, I really want to launch this product, what would be the, the kind of the first step or first tip for them? The very first step would be to ask yourself, what it is that you want to get out of that lunch. What are your goals? And how are you going to measure the success of those goals? And I wouldn't say just do the revenue number, but what are some other goals that you might have? Like email conversions or how many DMs do you have in Instagram? Or how many people did you talk to about your offer? You know, if if you're doing a launch, but you only, you know, talk to two people about it, maybe it's not going to be successful. So maybe set a goal of talking to 100 people directly about your launch. So branch out those goals and be really clear about what they are and how you're going to measure them. Okay, awesome. All right. Anything else that you think our audience should know about launching? 
they don't have to be painful. They don't have to lead to burnout. They don't have to be emotionally grueling. There is a way to find a launch that is actually enjoyable and fun. It's going to be hard work, but it doesn't have to be hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of a lot of people enjoy their launches. And like you said, if they're taking a lot of the stress out of it and keeping it simple, you know, when you get all the complicated funnels and, and not that they don't have their place, but they do. But I think when you're first getting started and you're worried about all that stuff, it can just seem like a, a nightmare <laughs> and more stress because we already have enough stress, right? When we get into business for ourselves. So awesome. So you have something for my audience, right? Yes, I do. I have what I call my launch timeline generator. It is a Google sheet and you just input the date of your kickoff call of your program. And that Google sheet will then generate all the dates for the entire launch process for you. Awesome. Awesome. And if somebody wanted to get in touch with you to discuss having that VIP day to get their launch clear, how would they do that? The best way to reach me is just to go to my website, JackieHayes.me, but they can also reach out to me on Instagram and that's JackieHayes underscore OBM. Awesome. All right. And all, of course, all those links will be in the show notes for those listening. And thank you so much, Jackie, for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Lots of great info. Guys, check her out. Check out our website and uh, just read through the notes. You can get the links there. And I will see you on our next episode. Thank you so much, Jackie. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together. If you love today's show, please consider leaving me a review on the Apple Podcast app so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit SuccessfulCoaches.com. For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello. Until next time, to your success.